is your no deputy. I do up the hip hop podcast in our second year. It's 2018. Hashtag the podcast for the rest of us. I'm your boy, Great Pharaoh, and I'm joined by the profound conqueror, Mr. Can I Live, the richest broke brother in in everywhere. <laughs> we got the real boogie with a hoodie. We got Bug. Bug, what's going on? How you living? Baller out there, represent with your Bluetooth headphones. <laughs> Look, y'all. Um, I'm doing good, man. I'm chilling. Um, so I'm gonna tell y'all. I'm gonna tell y'all something. I know y'all gonna have something to say about it, but so what? Um, so I don't shop for my groceries anymore, right? Haven't haven't did for a long time. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for this. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear this shit. Oh, this is going to be good. Go ahead. Not, oh. Go ahead, bugs. I, I made it sound bigger than what it is, but it's not that serious. <laughs> I just did it. For, I do. I do this for y'all. I do this for y'all. Anyway, um, so yeah, I just go to the grocery store. I I, I, I buy my groceries online. They bring it to my car, right? So I so I gotta go to the grocery store. It's great. It's awesome. Anyway, so um, I uh mess around and um told them that i got i like i want i, I mean i put like you know one jalapeno or one green pepper whatever so i told them one jalapeno they gave me a motherfucking pound of jalapenos bro i got like 30 of them shits in my freezer right now i mean my wife trying to figure out what we're gonna do with all these jalapenos so that, that so that <laughs> that's what she said i was like I, that's, that's, I, I was i was gonna ask y'all like what would y'all do with a bunch of hot because I don't I don't eat I mean I like I love jalapenos but I don't I don't I don't know what jalapeno popper is bro. A jalapeno. This is like jalapeno stuff with cheese and then like fries. Well, you know what he don't know what jalapeno popper is because that's that's common people food. Uh, bro, it's not. Fridays, you know what I mean. He don't know about jalapeno popper. Yeah. He likes to like dip the yeah, caviar. He, he, yeah, like, Wellington and shit. Yeah, he want he wants so, the beach fish and uh and uh prosciutto. You know, he wants fancy so, stuff like that. He don't know about no popper. <laughs> but well, so alright, so jalapeno. So I I try I try to find out a recipe to make them shits. But alright, so next thing I've been up to, I got promotion at my job. So all in even more. Another <laughs> <laughs> another thirty stacks. No, well, no, no. So I wish that'd be great. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so things things is things 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 is going pretty high over here, man. That's about it. Man, you got your you got your office on the top floor with the. Uh-huh. <laughs> that, that that's that's later, man. That's later. Give me a couple more years for that. <laughs> Diamond in the back, some rooftop, digging the scene with the gangster link. Oh, it's cool. But I right, so, uh, what's it called, man? We also got the visual overlord. The one line Optimus Prime, the hot 16 spitter. We got food for your soul. We got soul in the building. So, man, what's been good? What's been going on? What you been listening to? Oh, man, nothing much. Oh, the same old, same old. Just trying to survive out here. What have I been listening to? Not much, honestly. Not much? That's it, really? Like that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that is it. 
<laughs> y'all really wasn't ready all right so and we also man we got another we got another special guest here man we got the the homeboy fresh out of atlanta one of atl's own for this very very special retro review show that we're doing today we got cedar don in the building and not one of bug super ball of friends who just got bose bluetooth headphones how'd you fall in love with hip-hop oh man what's up man thank you guys for having me too man uh man i've been into hip-hop for a while man uh it's funny because i'm from the south man but i grew up uh really listening to up north music and really uh this is a good show for me to come in on, man, because Outkast kind of changed the whole game as far as the South goes, as far as lyrics go, because we didn't have nothing but, like, booty shake music here, man. So when they came out, man, we, we were shocked at the fact that, you know, South could have lyrics, like South artists could have lyrics. So, man, uh, thank you guys for having me here, man. I'm excited to talk about the subject, and uh, let's go. Word. That's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, what's it called, man? Ask, ask me just real quick, man. Yo, I just want to say... um. Having five year olds is hard. It's very difficult. Um, I'm tired of fighting with her to eat. Oh man. It's exhausting. I get you I got you, I got you, I got you a little remedy though. I got you a remedy though, you ready? What's the remedy? Wait until she cry. And she not eat anything. <laughs> She's gonna be like, I'm not hungry. Alright. I'm not hungry. Alright. And, and, and the food will still be that. Like, you keep the same food. You don't give her new food. To, you don't give her the new bruh, food. You, not, bruh, don't I fix something that. new. I'm just I'm give not, it to her. And I'm she'll be she'll be like, bruh, I'm hungry. But then I got other people <laughs> that, that that undermine that. Got you. And so yeah, so that's over then. You know what I mean? Yeah, because some people got you know what I mean. You know, get to are wrapped are wrapped around the finger. It's just like, yeah. no, I said no deals. It's not supposed to happen like that. Yeah. Uh, sorry, man. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. I mean, but other than that, man, yo, man, ain't nothing, ain't nothing going on over this end. Yo, I just want to announce that uh, Nas said that uh, his album was done two years ago, and we still don't have a Nas album. For the second week in uh, 2018, it's not coming anytime soon, bro. Like, not first of all, if it if it don't come before like the summer, it's it's not. I mean, we're gonna get in December. Virgo season 2018. Nas is dropping his album. I'm calling it right now. He better. He needs to. He has to. Well, he's gonna lose a lot of support to play these mainly for me. So y'all gotta, so y'all gotta give me some, uh, y'all gotta give me some background on this because I didn't even know Nas was coming out with the album. Nas did his track on, um, he did his track on DJ Khaled's album. Yeah. Okay. He he did the track called My Album Done. Yep. And the story. Right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know that. Ago. Major Key's album. He said my album's done. He did the whole Bevel shout out. You know, everybody went crazy. Cass is still waiting for this album. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Nas is my favorite MC, and I'm getting kind of mad that I don't have a Nas album yet. Well, you know he was tired of Nicki. albums. <laughs> I think Nicki's the cause of this hiatus too, and I, I, I'm taking that. I'm taking that very. Nah, that not totally. 
Yeah, man, he was yeah. tied up. Nikki. <laughs> I blame Nikki for that. I'm good. She's poison. But all right, man, yo, let's keep it. Uh, what's your point, man? We're going to keep it moving, man. We're going to move right into. Uh... Oh, matter of fact, before we continue on, all right, yo, see the Don, man. Before, anybody who comes on this show, they get a. um. We have to ordain them with a special name. I am the sarcastic criminal, Boog is the profound conqueror, and Soul is the visual overlord. These are names that were given to us by <laughs> our Tang predecessor. So anybody who come on the show, yeah, everybody who comes on the show, we got we plug your government name in, and you get a Wu Tang name. So now I've plugged your government name in there. Now I need to know is 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 your is your um is your first name is it is is it a do you go by the abbreviated form or does it have a long form? Abbreviated. Okay, so it only has abbreviated. It's only the short the short version. Well, for friends, yeah. Okay. Government long. Oh, okay, cool. Nah, because I put the government in. The government has to go in. Okay. Yeah, the government is long then. Okay, cool. All right, so your gov- by typing in your government name into the Wu-Tang <laughs> name generator, you are now and uh-huh. forever shall be known as Wacko Criminal. Give it up for Wacko Criminal in the building. <laughs> Wu-Tang's very Wacko, Wacko Criminal. criminal. <laughs> that's really what came up that's really what came up you put your I put your government name in and that's what I got I'm looking at it right now and you only get one try that's it that's it that's it <laughs> it's the same every it's time it's the same every time every time I've tried it multiple times it's literally gonna be the same thing over and over again but that's a good oh, man yo you the wacko criminal and man that's how, that's how you're gonna do it dubs the criminal over here you know what I mean? <laughs> keep, let's keep this trucking, man. Yo, uh, book, man, we're going to move into your segment, man. What you got, man, for this week in hip-hop? Cool. All right. So uh, welcome to Today in Hip-Hop, where, where we will explore current events in hip-hop culture, take you back to reminisce on past hip-hop albums, personalities, and situations. Today, I have a couple of topics, current events, um, in the world of fashion, and an old album that debuted in 1998. So first up is the current event. So um, let's talk. Let's talk about something light first. Um, Kendrick is a uh, Kendrick Lamar is uh, dropping a uh, a line of uh, Cortez Nikes, called them Cortez Kennys. So if you haven't seen these, these are these are pretty cool. He had them. He wore them at the uh, national championship down here in Atlanta, and um, they have they have they basically just white Cortez white Nike Cortez with dam on the side of them. Pretty cool. Um, that's dope. yeah. So that's, yeah. so he so he got that going on. Um, another thing on a light on a light note. Um, Young Ma, I follow her on Instagram, and I thought it was cool. I haven't heard from her in a long time. I don't say but, why. <laughs> <laughs> because I want to hear I want to hear what she gonna come out with. But anyway, so um, she uh she she put out she put out a uh, a freestyle over the Gucci over a Gucci main song. So far, it's pretty dope. Like I, I can't, I can't wait to hear the rest of it. Are you guys, uh, you know, even even got her on your radar this year or not? I think not no more. Young Ma missed the mark. I think the worst thing she could have did now. Then I thought it was a dope move to just put out the EP. Now I think that was the yeah. worst thing she could have did was just put out that EP and then go tour off it. She needed to make it an album. Yeah. 
She put out I definitely a five song EP where she could have just added four more. Or at least give us a full mixtape. Basically. One of the two. There you go, yeah. Or or give us a, a over or overdone mixtape, but something. Five song EP, four more tracks, and you got an album. That's what yeah. she could have gave us. That's what she should have did now. Or mm-hmm. um, Man, I ain't I didn't even know people follow that follow that <laughs> girl or <laughs> Yeah, girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. She, 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 but she good. What's her, what's her style? Yeah, but she, what's her style? She, she, she real. She, she, she's real. Uh, New York route. No, she, she real street, but she kind of like she's she's like slow flow, but but New York style. Yeah, she. You know, she's got a real like. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say as slow as Mace, but I wouldn't say as creative as Fifty. I feel you. Yeah, I mean, so it's not Mace level slow, but then it's not Fifty uh-huh. level creative. But it's good. She's got solid bars. I'm definitely not <laughs> okay. Bad, but it's just she just missed the mark. It's not something I'm checking for anymore. Right? Is she on the grimy side or like what? Yeah, like definitely, I'm definitely on the grimy. Oh, side. she is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hello. Like, Cause I'm looking at this picture right now, and I'm like, uh, Mason. Nah, she, no. she gotta, gotta. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's uh, let's just, just jump on some uh, some bigger topics. Um, so let's start with this one. Uh, so H and M. So we all know about the little H and the 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 boy with H and M hoodie. Um. Yeah. So 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 two things happened with that that I that I read about. G Easy. Um. Cut his. Cut his uh sponsor, cut his um ties with them. Oh, the white boy makes smart moves. Respect that. Yes. So he, he did that. Um, and Puffy um offered the boy a uh a uh, contract with Sean John. I don't think he took it because oh, his yeah. mom because his mom don't care that he wore uh, that sweater. That's a million dollar contract though. <laughs> I heard that. It's a million dollar. She didn't. Hold, hold on, hold on. You said she, you said she didn't care. No, she 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 doesn't care about like she doesn't care she, about the shirt at all. She doesn't care about the shirt. She doesn't care about the shirt at all. She a lot of stuff. Yeah, she's like whatever. Questionable. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, she for the paper. Yeah, she for the paper. Yeah, that's I just deep. Obviously, G E Z for that move gets to play. That's a cookout, and he don't gotta bring nothing. It would be nice. G E Z can just come and he can get a plate boom, at my cookout, and he's cool. <laughs> Sausages set, and then, can't um, come to my cookout, Jeezy. What? <laughs> hey, that's your cookout. Hey, yo, any white dude that sacrificed their pockets for the cause, you can get a plate at that at the next cookout. I'm not saying you got a permanent invite, but at the next one, he could come. So him and M get plate huh? for one cookout. So him and M and who else? Him and M. Now M don't get no yeah. plate. M don't get no plate. <laughs> yeah. M don't get no plate. Hold on. Hold on, man. M did the, uh, he did the cypher. Today is January 14th, what we are recording. I just released our episode that we recorded on January 7th, so I know you guys haven't had a chance to go and listen to it. M does not get a plate in my cookout. Sorry. What? The reason why M does not get a plate at my cookout, he went at Trump. He went at Trump hard body. And he okay. also made it clear in an interview that he was upset that Trump didn't respond. Which means you didn't go at Trump for me. You went at Trump for you. 
Mm-hmm. So you and y'all agree with that? I don't want any one of them I'm a cookout, so you know I'm out. I'm out the game. <laughs> I'm out the game. <laughs> Gary Owen could probably get a seat at my cookout, but that's because he's funny. That's as, it. He he's hilarious though. He is hilarious. As for Diddy, um, and, wow, and wow, wow. Bread, <laughs> he's stunned right now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought him was like the go-to. No, nah. no, no, he's definitely not. You know who the <laughs> is? Not on this, not on this podcast. Yo, you know who the <laughs> oh, wow. is for white yeah. boys that you that are all, that are automatically allowed at the cookout? Gary yeah, Owens. I need that list. Gary Owens. That's it. Ain't no list. It's just one. Gideon <laughs> Gary Owens is the only for me. That's the only go-to white boy that can come to the cookout. Like no matter what, and I, yeah, I, not- like, I ain't got nothing to worry about when he there. We not, we yeah, no, nah, that's true. I agree. We we, we kind of we kind of am free on this podcast. <laughs> what? Yeah, we well, gotta I have am. a deep conversation. Well, I am. About this I, I I'm, am. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> but um, yeah, right, so, got me think, speaking of Eminem, um, he threw out his Chloroseptic remix. Um, yeah, I put two chains. I, there. So did you two finally chains? listened to it? Yes, I did. I finally listened. Two chains okay. was dope. Like two chains was dope. Why two chains taking off the original made me so mad when he was I, I so was Two chains were killing it, yo. Yeah, he's cool. Two chains, you'll see the Don. Okay. Two chains is like the uh, I do it for hip hop podcast MVP. Like we all just want to see this cat win. Really? Yeah. Like, yeah, I see. I see. Y'all, y'all sound like y'all going I mean, to him right now. I don't want to call him the MVP, but he's he's, he's consistently been improving after he said that he okay. wanted to improve. Yeah. So okay. he gets mad like, from all of us for that. I'm like, dope is a strong word for his uh, verse to me, but yeah, you can go well, ahead. Well, I thought M's verse was not that man, good. please. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. <laughs> verse was a typical, was a typical Eminem verse. I like this. All right. You got to be kidding me, man. I like this, his new verse that he put on the remix, though. Come on, y'all. Really? He I'm flipped his style about five times on that thing. Bruh, I can't. I hate that little choppy style he do, bruh. I can't. You gotta be. Oh my god. What do you call it? I'm just gonna be quiet. I'm I'm gonna be quiet on the struggle flow. (laughs) (laughs) That's what Teddy called it last week the struggle flow. It is a struggle flow, man. Man, how can you listen to that verse and just say it's okay? I'm I'm serious. I I really want to know, like, what's your criteria for uh, snapping? I don't get it. So you said. So you said two chains were dope, but his was okay. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's what I said. That then I I stand by that. So um, if things if if things is like really really dope, sometimes it's a feeling, and I didn't get that with him. I listened to it like three times because I was like, I gotta hear this again because people been talking up this thing. Yeah, I was like, I gotta make like sure I'm missing I, out. I got some right thing, and I listened. I was like, nope, I still didn't get it. Still didn't get it. <laughs> Well, if you hate somebody, you you're not gonna really see the good you know, what you know, they're doing. You, you, you know what though? You know what though? You are all you're definitely right on that. <laughs> yeah, because obviously y'all don't like him, so I get it. No, it's crazy because I I do like Eminem. I like Eminem a lot. I, 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 respect, I, respect, I, I respect I respect I respect Eminem. Like I respect I like, the mess out yeah, of it. Yeah, I tell you that. Yeah. I respect. I, like I definitely like if he if he's on a song, I'm not skipping it. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm listening to I'm listening to everything he put out. Like I I don't skip anything that he does. But you know, not really. He's not one of my he's not my favorite at all. 
No, I like them a lot. I'm just I'm just not gonna stand for them. That's S T A N, okay. not S T A N D. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I right, so he puts out a bonus verse. He puts out a bonus verse. Happens sometimes. I right, so that, that verse though, I I don't see it, but yeah, he better than Tupac though. Go ahead. Oh, all right, let's move on. I ain't gonna address that. I was talking to him. I was talking to him one day over chat, and like he was saying all this stuff. I'm like, all right, man. Like I'm not even about to argue with you. <laughs> <laughs> we can't, we can't. You know what? It ain't enough. It ain't enough time in the show to even start going through that one. <laughs> no, it's not. That, like, to come no, up. it's not. I just had to throw it out there. <laughs> so we go to the last one. We go to the last one. So, um, um, back in the day, um, 1998, locks dropped money, power, respect. Uh, yeah. Oh, ten. Y- 20 years ago? Yeah, man. <laughs> wow, dude. Really? I feel like a grandfather, man. Holy shit. I remember when that song came out. 20 years ago. That's a whole adult. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's wow. what more, that, Yo, that album is can can, can go, out and ha- uh, go out and vote. Can't drink it. Right. <laughs> that album can right. fight in a war right now. Go vote, get a license. <laughs> that's crazy. That album can drive up and down that's your street though. pissing you off. Hmm. That's a good look. That's a good look. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely, uh, definitely good. Oh, last one, last one. Um, my bad. I, I, th- I thought I had all of them, but one more. Slick Rick, happy birthday, bro. Slick Rick. Oh, Shout Slick Rick. Rick. Oh man, no, 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 no. Slick Rick, nah. It's uh, what's gonna call it? The fourteenth. Yo, it's LL Cool J's birthday today too. LL Cool J birthday today too. Yeah. Uh, Ladies, really? cool James. Yeah. Yes, January fourteenth. If I'm not, if I'm not saying she'd be like 51, 52 Dang. I'm Did y'all know uh, Slick? Y'all know Slick Rick and Dana Dana Dane went to the same high school. No, nah, I didn't know that. Oh shit! It is Ellis Cooley, but yeah. And they they very similar in style too, if you think about it. Never knew that. Never knew that. That's yeah. Awesome. As your favorite, uh, favorite, yo, what's your uh, favorite Slick Rick song? You about I'm to, sorry. yep, <laughs> you about to get the same one, right? I was trying to see if somebody said something different. Nah, bro. So, I, 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 I mean, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's one called? I not 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 favorite. Um, anybody got a favorite LL Cool J song? Um, he, he got so many, man. Yeah, uh, he has a lot. He has a lot. He's got, he's got. I think he's got one. I mean, LL Cool J has probably the the most ideal music career that anyone could ever ask for. I'm. I'll tell you my favorite LL Cool J song. What? I right, favorite LL. Yeah, favorite LL Cool J song. Go. Um, Ill Bomb. I love that song. Dope. Dope, dope, dope. Dope, dope, dope. Mine is probably, uh, I like I'm Bad, man. I like that and the video to go with it. You said bad? I'm Bad. Oh, yeah. That's that's my favorite record. By, uh, man, that thing used to get me so high. Yeah, that was a tough ass video. That, that, that is 
definitely. Mm-hmm. And when he comes in on that, he spits like four verses on that joint, like four or five verses on that song. Yeah. Right. It ain't, it ain't nothing better than just listen to a dude just talk shit for a smooth. Oh, wait there. <laughs> like just straight. Word up, word up. Yo, what about what a, what a, what a, what about LL in a in a posse record? What's the best one you like in him in a posse record? Oh, uh, uh, what's one called? Honestly, my favorite LL was <clears throat> him, him with a team. It used to be Flavor in Your Ear, and then uh, his uh, the joint he did for uh, the Space Jam soundtrack. Yeah. Dude, I was about to say that, man. I'm like, man, it is a I'm gonna go ahead and say it because nobody oh. nobody else gonna say it, so I was gonna say it. Hit him high. Yeah, high. I was gonna say. Yeah, that's yeah, one with uh, man. That's that's Coolio and somebody else. Who's the fourth person? And Method, Method Man. Man, Method Man, man. How are you gonna forget Method Man? Yeah, yeah. 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 Busta yeah. was on that too. Man, yeah, man. That's right. Yeah, Busta was on too. Yeah, it was amazing. That record was video, video and track. Everything. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Would you bump into your ride though? Would you bump into your ride right now? I bump that on my ride right yeah, now. Yeah, I bump that. I bump that. That is the most non-dated record ever. I I bumped that joint recently. Like that joint stays. That joint yo, everyone's like, wow. LL's verse just pops into my head. Lightning strikes the court. Lights get dim. Supreme. Right, right, right. He's about to be <laughs> about her. Don't get me started, boy. I go in. Yo, but what, but what 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 does somebody stop you and say? What is that? You what album is that on? You gonna tell them what it is? Hell yeah! So yo, dude. <laughs> He's gonna be right like now. Space Jam. Let me tell y'all right now. Like Space Jam wasn't a dope movie. No, no, no. No, it was. It wasn't a dope movie. Have y'all ever listened to the Space Jam soundtrack to listen to Chris Rock featuring Barry White, Basketball Jones? Yep, 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 yep. Yo, that is my track, bro. Monica, for you I will. R. Kelly, before we knew he was pissing on little girls with I Believe I Can Fly. I Believe I Can Fly. Like I Believe I Can Fly did not put you in tears all the way up to the knew he was pissing on little girls. And then you still ain't listen back to the song. Man, I struggle every day to not turn on R. Kelly, I Believe I Can Fly just because I know that to get the inspiration, he had to piss on somebody. That's the only thing that. <laughs> but like I said, I have hey, no y'all, shame. Wow. I have no shame in saying that I uh, that I listened to the Space Jam soundtrack because it spawned hit records. It, it did, man. It that did. Was back when, that was back when soundtracks were just a bunch of hits. It was basically your know, soundtracks you know, were like the original, like like the next level mixtape. Oh no, seriously, <laughs> yeah, yes. They used to make the best soundtracks, man, back in the nineties, oh. man. I miss that. What? Yo, man, all right, man. I'm writing that down right now, yo. Soundtracks, uh <laughs> best hip hop soundtrack. No word, for real. We need to do that one. That's man, a good I'm one right there. Right, right, right now, man. Right now. But alright, so I mean, let's get right right into these uh let's get into these meat and potatoes, man. Yo, this show is uh a special shout out to the ATL and all the AT aliens out there like Boog. And yes, sir. And the homies, <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? We get to. I've been told a lot, yo. Oh yeah, y'all outcast is dope. Y'all got a dope New York podcast. And it's like, nah, my podcast ain't New York. It's just 
This is a podcast with cats that's from Jersey. Ain't none of us even from New York. So, <laughs> I, I said, even though, as usual, yo, you know, I mean, to do a pod to do this show, I, I automatically just instinctively put on my Tim's. Uh, we're going down to uh. We're taking the trip down to the ATL, and we're going to uh, do a retro review on what's quite possibly is the best duo hip-hop album, to me, of all time. I don't think there's been a, a group, a duo group that has ever done what Outkast has done, will ever do what Outkast, you know what I'm saying, did in the future like it's just like outcast big boy and andre 3000 their style was just so different for the time and it put it did it genuinely push the music so far forward that um a lot of the sounds and a lot of the uh just the things in general that we get now in music would not be possible if it weren't for outcast so uh yes we here to uh review retro review Stank on ya, Outkast's fourth studio album, and also probably uh, I'll say their last to me like their last bona fide album. Yeah, right. so yeah, yeah. Love, love down below don't count. Love below don't count. Yeah. So uh, no. I mean, um, no. What's it called? Uh, well, it's speaker box love below. See, that's why that's why it don't count because everybody forget the speaker box part of it. I agree. That was a good one. They forget. Yeah, it yeah, was. Everybody forget to speak about this part of that joint. What's we call it, man? I so yo. They they've been forgetting him the whole the whole they whole career they've been forgetting him so. Yeah. What I'll say, ah, right, yo. So before we even go into it, Outcast uh consists of Big Boy and Andre Three Thousand. Big Boy, Daddy Fat Sack, Sir Lucius, Left Foot, Son of Chico, Dash, some of the dopest aliases. I swear. I've ever they, killing them. Killing them. <laughs> why were why are they not regarded? They they together they are probably the best group in hip hop. <clears throat> Duo or group. Yep. Why is Big Boy never regarded as one of the uh the goats when it comes to spitting bars? Cause his flow is confusing and is different. It's not like you. You have to be either from the south or you got to be just a big boy fan to be right. like, yeah, I like I like big boy. Like big boy is really big in the south, but he's not really big anywhere else. You know, like you 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 got to be down here. That's that's how I felt when because I never I didn't. Listen we to had that conversation the other day, right? <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't listen to Big Boy when I was like in high school. I, I I didn't like that dude. When I came down here, I was like, I understand, I get it, you know. And I think you either you either either you got to instinctually just like that, or you got to be here. Oh. Yeah, and I agree with that. I, being a being a native ATLian, I got it. After we had our conversation about that the other day, it made sense when you told me that because a lot of the stuff I can reference to because I'm from here. So he talks a lot about streets and slang and. Stuff only we would know down here. So after you said that, I kind of got that. But he's tight. He's tight to me. He's he can go up against just about anybody. Anybody. Yep. And he's <clears throat> and he's a smart dude. All right, no, that's what's up. That's what's up. All right, man. So let's uh, what's the call, man? Let's just jump, man. All right, so let's just jump right into this album, man. We got we got uh, Outcast, Stank on Your Book, man. If you uh, if you can, 
go over the and read. Can you read the editor's notes that I know exist? <laughs> they exist now. Yeah. They're, they're on this one. All right. So who else but rap's most fearlessly creative duo could open their biggest album with a bonfire of American dreams? Outcast's fourth LP may have launched them into the mainstream. That's crazy. But there's nothing safe about it. Even its most popular track, Miss Jackson, is a glitchy galactic soul number about a messy divorce. The collection is peppered with slow-mo funk cuts, toilet tisha, neo-soul stepping anthems, humble, humble mumble, and political drum and bass rap, B.O.B. No, there is no genre, no mainstream verses, underground. There's only groove. All right, that's what's up. That's what it is. All right, man. So what's uh, yo? We gonna go right into it, man. What y'all think, man? Yo, we got stank on you. The intro. Bouncing. Oh, intro is tight. <laughs> it started everything off. It started everything off real nice. Absolutely. That intro. And it gave you a glimpse into like how different they were, okay. which is what I like. Um, right off the rip, you could tell like. They weren't like anything you had heard before. Definitely, definitely. Absolutely. I, I immediately, like, what immediately stood out to me, aside from a, a chick just randomly moaning, but uh, was was how automatically, like, how psychedelic trippy it was. Yeah. Like, it, like that really was different to me. Uh, and then I just, I just, honestly, I just didn't get it. But this is what 2000 stank on your drops. I forgot we never even said. Uh, was it November 1st, 2000? Yep. Stank on your drops. We got bank here right here, Southwest Atlanta. I'm like, this is different. This is very, very different sounding. And then it moves right into the next track, Gasoline Dreams. Book man, let us know, man. What you thinking, Gasoline Dreams? So, Gasoline Dreams is a great start to the album. Great beat, great hook. <clears throat> I love the rock guitar. Um, so, like, so this is, like, my first time, you know, listening to Outkast, really. You know, like, you know, this was my freshman year at two, uh, Clark Atlanta. Um, you know, and I had been listening to hip-hop for about maybe five, six years, years years at this point. And this didn't sound like Mace Busted Rhymes with DMX. So, I, you know, I, but I totally didn't write it off. I didn't really hear for, hear for what it was. When I first heard it, though, I had to wait a little while till my musical palette got a little more mature. But I still respected it. You know, I think I think I think I thought it was still, you know, a pretty good album. But, you know, like literally there's some stuff on here that I just didn't hear. And it's going it's going to surprise you when I tell some of these stories. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You know, so, uh, yeah, so that that's that's kind of uh, that's kind of my uh, synopsis on uh, on this song right now. Alright man, see the dawn man, what you got for us man? Gasoline Dreams. So this was my thing man, at this point, after the intro, the tight intro, Andre come in already hyped. Alright, 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 and you just already just got hype off of that. Now mind you, I'm from here, from Atlanta, Georgia, born and raised, and at this point this is the fourth album, so we were already you know kind of hip to who they were we were already proud of them they represented us and all of that but this was like the first like crossover album so we were used to the sound but at this point like i said from the intro and going into this we could tell like okay this was even different than the other prior albums that we had heard and you could tell already that it was like their effort to 
cross over into like mainstream. So it was still hood, but it was still like mainstream. So this particular track, man, just the way it comes on, it's like real funkadelic, like, and it was just hype. It, it it wasn't hip, like you said. It wasn't like up north. There was nothing like you had heard from anybody, like, at all. And they didn't even care. Yeah. It was just like we gonna do our thing, and this is how we gonna sound. This is the intro, and you either like it or you don't. You can either stop it right here at this track, or you can keep going. But I think it pulled you in so much with the way he started that. You know, you wanted to keep continuing to listen to the album, so I thought it was a good track to like intro into. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll definitely give you that. Yeah, listening to Andre 2000 and the way he comes in at on like level 10,000 right off, right on track. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't, I wasn't ready, but I know I got you know basically it's like, all right, yo, let's put the seatbelt on and let's ride because this 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 is fitting to be this is this is about to be dope. I let it be. I think the beat is crazy. And like I said, uh, Drake 3000 just, just goes crazy on it. Uh, so, man, what you think about it? No, like you guys said, it's a real dope beat. Real dope way to start the uh, start the album off, Andre. Coming in all the way up at 10. He's definitely uh, definitely knows how to hype you up. Word up, word up, man. All right, so, well, man, we're going to keep moving. Now, this album is very... Uh, what is it? It's very uh, interlude heavy. Absolutely. Yes. Definitely 24 tracks, and I think it's got like like seven or eight interludes. And one of the interludes is, or the first interlude on the album is, I'm cool. Uh, Boog, man, what you thinking, man? I'm cool. Um, I think I'm cool was <clears throat> a great, great um, transition to the next track. Awesome. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Uh, what's it called? See the dawn, man. What you thinking? I'm Listening cool. to I'm Cool. Oh, yes. Um, I mean, for me, man, like, we used to live for the interludes. Uh, by this time, we already were expecting, like, you know, just crazy interludes that represented the South. So when you had the interludes, it was always funny because we understood exactly these type of people they were talking about or the slang they were saying, you know, like we understood exactly what was going on. Even when other people around, it was like, what does this mean? Or what is this talking about? Like, you know, we knew people like this, like this particular interlude, um, pretty much he's, when it comes in, basically she's like, you know, I'm cold, I'm cold. And you're like, why is she saying I'm cold? But basically she was on drugs. Like, you know, she was a crackhead. <laughs> so, uh, basically it was like it was funny because we knew so we knew so many people like this at this time man it was just funny you know this interlude and the interludes proceeding after this man it was just like we used to love the uh skits and um i'm trying to think like people up north that had real nice skits too man but you know they would be like hilarious man so uh this was just starting it off you know as far as like the comedy parts of it because each one was just funny as crap so oh man that's what it is. Now, nah, man, let's, uh, I said, it's just, it's just, I'm cool. It's an interlude, man. We're going to jump right into the track that it sets you up for, which was one of their, uh, I think probably one of their biggest hits. Not their biggest hit, but one of their biggest hits with So Fresh, So Clean. So, man, start us off, man. Outcast, stank on you. So Fresh, So Clean. What was you thinking about it, man? What was you feeling about this when you first heard it? Man, I remember when I first saw the music video for this, bro. Whole visual was crazy. 
wild crazy. Just like from the first instant the song comes on and you hear that bass knocking. Right. Incredible. This is probably one of my favorite songs about him. I think it was well constructed, well put together. The hook was dope. They had a crazy flow. I feel like Big Boy definitely outshined three stacks in this one. Like the whole track was just dope. Incredible wordplay from the both of them. This see the dawn, man. But what you, what you got on this record? What what was the ATL vibe when so fresh, so clean came out of you? Man, it was just, it was just a good rep. It was just a good representation. Alright, so this so this is this is the ATF right now. We, we was was playing in the background, so fresh, so clean. This is what ATL was about. Yeah, this was it, man. This was like for sure it. And then you know, a lot of people didn't know what was going on really down here until they would they would make their videos and and show like you know the cater, the swats, and all of that. So it was just good representation, man. It made you proud to watch the video, and you could point out different things, you know. And, point out the styles and the, the slang and the way they was talking man it was just they just represented man it was it was a good time back then when this album came out that's what's up that's what's up book man what you got man so fresh so clean <clears throat> so remember when i said that i didn't hear this album for what it was so this was a song that i totally missed like i actually listened to this album i bought it and i missed this whole song right here like i didn't know what the hell it was so i was over at my friend's house in columbus georgia and um we was watching music videos and this this video came on. I was like, "What the heck is this?" And I was like, "This is on the album." Like, you missed You mean like you missed it? I missed it. You totally overlooked it. You super skipped it. This whole song. Like the whole time you're saying you missed it. I'm like, well, it's not that deep of a song. Like he didn't understand it. Yeah. The whole song. Like I didn't even know this song even existed. And like it was, I was like, "Oh, this is some of the." I had this on repeat like for like the whole weekend I was down there. It was so it was just so dope. So you know, this was a uh, you know it's a really really good song. I love it. Oh wow, that's crazy though. Wow, bro, I'm still mad that you missed it, bro. I'm mad at that. <laughs> but I actually bought I actually bought this album. I really did. I bought this you album and I own the album. <laughs> that's the crazy part. You you own the album and you <laughs> missed the whole record. Yeah. How do you miss though? You had time. <laughs> I, like this, this was not my sound. Like this wasn't my sound for a while. Like I had to be indoctrinated into this Atlanta sound. Like, li- like literally, some of the like the like the cast down here is the producers. They're just different. They're not like anybody else I had ever heard. So it took me a while. <laughs> I right, I feel you. I feel you though. All right, but now let's um we're gonna get right into the next track, man. The next track, which is uh I think Bonafide. This is Outcast biggest hit like to date it's um got the most quotables out of anything in the world andre 3000 snaps on it i think andre 3000 gave us one of the best verses of of rap on this song miss jackson uh yeah what is there to not say about miss jackson in it's cross genre appeal, like or it's cross platform appeal. This thing, this song played everywhere. 
you know, yeah. uh, by some from uh-huh. up north. So it played on the Z100. It played on the BF. It played everywhere on every station. It fit every age group somehow. <laughs> Like I said, Dre 2000's beat, or Dre 2000's verse, is gonna live forever, forever, ever, forever, ever. <laughs> but, uh, book, man, go ahead on this record, man. Uh, this, so, this, this, this whole album was a staple of my whole college career, but this song was just everywhere, just like you said. Um, Andre was always easy to understand to me. And so Big Boy was much different, like I said. And like I said, I really didn't like it for a long time. And this song is a great example for what I, of what I was talking about. So the part when he says uh, the jealousy, infidelity, envy, cheating, beating, that, that shit, right? That is so dope how he did it. And to like my you know, southern virgin ears, like it was like, what is it like? I, like that was just like a punch in the face, damn there. So, um, I mean, I love him. I, like I love, I love Big Boy now. He's one of the best MCs in hip hop. Um, but like stuff like that is the reason why. Like I had to. Like for me, I had to be here. And like when I was here, I was like, I get, I get it. I know why he's doing this. I, I hear, I hear everything. So, you know, this, being down here made this. I, I don't think if I was, if I was down in, if I wasn't down in Atlanta, I don't know if I would have liked Big Boy as much as I like him now. So this, so this is the thing you guys are talking about. Andre's versus was the tight on tightest song here, right? So did y'all know like why this song was created? Yep. So so basically this was Andre's concept. It came from him and Eric Badu's relationship. Yeah. Um, basically the apology was to her grandmother because. Obviously, from the words in the song, I think he cheated or something like that. And yeah. so he basically made this song for her grandmother. If y'all didn't know that already. Yeah. So, so matter of fact, Erica Badu says that the grandmother loved the song and bought the pins, shirts, and everything that goes with it. <laughs> and bought, matter, matter of fact, she said she bought the license plate that Miss Jackson on it. Like she was just proud of the song because she knew it was about her. Oh, that is too cool. That's so, that, man, that's dope. That's super dope. Uh, what's your call, man? So, man, what you think about this record, Miss Jackson? I mean, what what can I not say about Miss Jackson? That whole track was dope. The piano was dope. The music video was dope. Big Boy killed his verse. Andre killed his verse. Just a phenomenal record from start to finish. And it, it. I feel like this track definitely raised the bar on what makes a single. Because like you right. said, great, when this right. shit came out, it came out everywhere. Like, yeah. You couldn't go five minutes down the street without hearing this on at least one radio station, bro. You know, so, so, so wait, like, let me ask you guys this, like, what was the vibe in the North when this came out, like? here we was like crazy we jumping it was popular the hook was easy to learn like but i know you guys wasn't used to this kind of music up there and when this track came out i know it was pretty popular but like how popular was it like up north like what were you guys doing like were you Every, really bumping everybody the- was singing sorry miss jacks was everybody. everybody when i tell you uh, like if 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 twitter youtube or, or twitter instagram if all that existed back then in 2000 
everybody would have hashtag forever ever. Wow, that's forever ever. Like, damn, yo, this is a big track, bro. This there's a reason why this is the biggest record in their in their catalog. Just wow. their delivery this record has so much it. international appeal. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? So like, that's cool, man. Cause it's all it's always interesting, man. You know, like here it was big, you know, but that's in the bubble of Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? So at the yeah, time, I, I wasn't really sure like how big it was up there. So that's cool to hear that. Nah, man, it was definitely, definitely, definitely a, a super big record. But now we're gonna we're gonna move right into the uh, to the next record, Snapping and Tripping, featuring Killer Mike and was it Jay Sweet. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna start off saying Killer Mike is like one of my favorite MCs. He just goes crazy. He's the most angriest, aggressive dude I've ever heard. Even just listening to him talk regular in interviews, it's just like he's just got a stern and powerful presence. And you can fit, like, you listen to this record and you know without even seeing Killer Mike that he's a big dude. <laughs> his presence, you just hear his presence. And I just think his delivery is just super dope. And it's a dope ass record. But, uh, man, so, man, why don't you uh, leave it off now, man? You know, what, you, what you think about this track? Snap it and drip and trap it. No, I thought this track was super dope. The beat was crazy. It's definitely super trippy. A lot of, a lot of funky trippy beats throughout this album. A lot of them. I thought Killer Mike fucking bodied this whole track. I thought his uh, his bar for bar that he had with Big Boy was super dope too. That's probably one of my favorite parts. I'm saying that's nah, pretty good track. What up, super dope? See the dawn, man. What you got on this track? Snapping and trap. Oh, tight, man. Uh, at the time, man, like, we already knew who Killer Mike was. Like, Killer Mike is not, like, what he is now. Like, we had known about Killer Mike, like, years ago. But um, it's funny now. He's, like, really popular now. But back then, he was just some underground dude. But, man, it was tight, man. I mean, and um, Big Boy and him, you know, they, they collaborate really well together. Um, what's that other track they got, the newest track um, on Big Boy's album? I forgot what the name of it is. The one with the uh, Kill Bill thing. What, what's oh, that? Uh, Kill Jill. Yeah, Kill Jill. Oh, Kill Jill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they, you know, that relationship they built, you know, it go way back, man. This is like one of the tracks, man. That really was like one of the times everybody kind of heard them together for the first time. And uh, this particular one, Andre wasn't on. It was just Big Boy and Killer Mike, so it was a good display, you know, of Big Boy and Killer Mike's, uh, you know, uh, relationship or whatever, man. But it was a tight track. That's what's up. That's what's up, Boogie man. What you got on this record, man? Um, this is my this is my first taste of Killer Mike. Um, and there's not too many people that could hop on this beat like it like he did and ride like ride the pocket like he did. Like this was like pretty phenomenal pocket riding work. That shows the type of skill that this dude has. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I kept saying uh, Andre has some of the dopest verses. I mean, to me, like as I as I, you know, listening to this album again, I re I relived that like big you know, big big boy held it down for this one, man. I think, but thank you, thank you. Thank <laughs> this, you. this 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 album like the most the most stuff I have on this album is from Big Boy. Thank you. 
Cause big boy don't get his props, man. I'm telling you, he's tight, man. I give anybody that big boy is. I think is the better. But like, if I had to, like, I always give the analogy. I got a gun in my head, and somebody has to spit to keep me alive. If I <laughs> only pick between these two, if I need a hot 16 right now, or I'm gonna die, give it, give me big boy. Right. If I want a more creative musical sound, give me Andre 3000. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Big Boy is the pure spitter, but Andre 3000 is a is a genius creator. Right. That's a good way to put it, man. I agree with that. That's that's cool. Yeah, I mean, but uh, what's the part, man? Let's let's uh, what's the part, man? Let's, let's keep it moving, man. We're gonna go right into the uh, the uh, CF interlude, and this is what like I said. What made me mad? Like I said, mentioned the fact that like they got some of the coldest, some of the dopest <laughs> nicknames I've ever heard. Like like with Drake three thousand say something like his name is like Dookie Blossom or something. Yes, yes, he did. <laughs> yeah, Dookie Blossom getting a third. Funk Crusader, love for. Like, just, yo, crazy. Crazy. Like, oh. cool than a polar bear's toenails. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, what? Like, yo, all right, so, <laughs> what, um, <laughs> just real quick, all right, yo, see the, see the dawn, man, see, is this a compliment <laughs> to have, to go in, like, with names like this? It is, man, not this many, though, man. <laughs> this track was crazy, because you were here, people. You will hear people trying to learn it, man. It, it was funny, man. But yeah, man, for sure, man. You got a million uh, nicknames, man, especially growing up. Dookie only, Blossom. I can wow. only imagine. Dookie like, Blossom game. I just want to be down in Atlanta and, and have people introduce themselves like that. <laughs> like, I can only imagine what Atlanta was like listening to that and everybody like yo i need six more nicknames Give me- <laughs> <laughs> well, we ain't got enough yet. what's your name yo my nickname uh, is, is great pharaoh aka the car won't start aka my shoelace broke aka like i just <laughs> i can only yeah, man. imagine this was, this was another one of them kind of skits man it was just comedy man but also it, it just represented the ATL very well, so yeah, this is another one, oh, another classic interlude. Oh man, yo, and that interlude brought us right into the next record, which was Spaghetti Junction. All right, now uh, what's we call it, man? Spaghetti Junction. So, man, what'd you think about Spaghetti Junction when you listen? Um, I said this is a nice track. It wasn't one of my favorites off the album. I thought, the, I thought the beat was real dope. Uh, word, word up, word up. But as far as... As far as, like, listening to it, you know, it was just... It was one of those dead ones. It didn't give me the same the same hyper appeal as the rest of the uh, tracks that I listened to before it. So it kind of fell off for me, I guess, because it slowed down and the pacing started to change up in the album. I was still... I don't know, I was still in the hyphy mode. I was still high, and all of a sudden they went back down to four and said, take a, take a minute. Yeah, especially coming off of some track like Killer Mike is to Yeah, like I definitely that's one of the reasons why I wanted you to go soul because I want to keep you. That's honestly the same way I felt. As soon as Spaghetti Junction hit, it's just like, oh damn, this got flat, really fast, and just like really felt like it dragged for me. 
Like this is not what I was uh, like what I was mentally ready for when I got <laughs> like this is definitely yeah that's how I felt. I mean, and I, I don't know if that's the up north thing, but that's why I wanted to ask Soul and now Bug, Bug, spaghetti, yo, you in Atlanta? It's hot. You on the strip? What you doing? <laughs> spaghetti Junction. So, no. so, all right. So here, so here it is. So, this song is a good example of how I view artists like Outkast in my younger days. Like I had no idea, what, no idea what they were talking about. They had accents, couldn't really relate to them. So, um. So, one thing they have here. So, let me, let me, let me. Hold on. You got to cut this out. My bad. I got, I got a lot. I got a lot to read my notes. Um. <laughs> but anyway, so if you live here, you probably realize what they're talking about. So, here in Atlanta, so Spaghetti, Spaghetti, Spaghetti Junction is basically a song where you know they're talking about, um, you know, trying to get out of the hood. And you can, you know, you can go one way and you get lost. You go another way. You know, you, you, you end up confused and whatnot. You don't know which way to go to get out of your situation. And here in Atlanta, you know, they have a spaghetti junction. So on I-85, I, I, it's, it's, it's somewhere. Is there a real spaghetti junction? Yeah, there's a spaghetti junction. So, yeah. Oh, for sure. Wow. <laughs> so up, this up song has so much more clarity. It, it's, it's, a, it's a lie. I'm telling you. So I had to be here. So up on uh, 85, <laughs> there's like this crazy highway jumble, you know, at Spaghetti Junction, basically. And you can get, like, I mean, it looks like you can get lost. You probably can't, but it just connects a bunch of highways, right? So, coming from New Jersey, we don't have anything like that. We got turnpike, we got jug handles. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, we don't have anything remotely. So, if you talk, if, you, if I was in Jersey, you told me about Spaghetti Junction, I would never even have any idea what you were talking about. But being here, I knew it, and I heard the song, and I was like, bam, it makes perfect sense to me. I got it. So, that, that's another example of being here and understanding what they're talking about. It makes, like, makes a lot of sense. Uh, that's what it is. That's what it is, man. Man, see the down man. What you got on this record? What you got on this record? What was the, what was the ATL five for you? This this one of those tracks, man, where you had to like live here to understand. Like he said, like if you wasn't from here, it wasn't gonna really hit you like that. A lot of the situations that was explained in the song, that was stuff that was going on in the hood. So unless you was here in the Atlanta hood, like you wasn't going to get it. So it resonated more so to people that was here. Uh, like he said, Spaghetti Junction is like. Um, the expressway in Atlanta. It looks like spaghetti noodles. It really does look like spaghetti. That's why it's called Spaghetti Junction. Oh, so okay. if you get oh, if you get a chance, look it up. But um, it's it's like a metaphor, basically. I just Google Earth that joint. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like a metaphor. <laughs> to the song. I never want to. I never want to be an ass. <laughs> right. So if you if you look at that and then look at the topic, so like the stuff he's talking about, it's a metaphor mm-hmm. to that. Like ins and outs, twisting, ins and outs, twisting turns. Like yeah, so that was more of a local, a local track. So Absolutely. unless you was, you wasn't gonna, you wasn't gonna feel that one for sure. So I get it. Alright, so good. So, so we not wrong for being, for being, a, for feeling a little left out on. <laughs> no, nah. not at all. That was, that was, that was for us. That was for us. <laughs> cool. That was the home team. Alright, now we got the. Um, yeah. We got the uh, next record, man. We got uh, or the next track, which is an interlude, another interlude. Surprise, Cookie and Kim, uh, uh, Kim and Cookie. I'm sorry, 
the uh, yo, this the was it, bro. Yes. <laughs> I said these are super thoughts. <laughs> Dude, they sound like they they sound like they sound like every girl at that time here. That's what that's what made this interlude so Bruh. funny. They Bruh. sound just like all of them. Bruh, this this was crazy. Like I had no idea women talk like that until I came to the south. <laughs> like 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 the women down here were just totally different than the north than the women I was used to dealing with in Jersey. So. I had learned that really, really fast. That they were way more forward, and they were way more like, "Look, this is this is how I feel. This is what I'm talking about." And like, they they they'll tell you, man. <laughs> but don't you realize how country they are in this interlude? Like, this is yeah. it, man. Like this, yeah. this is the representation. Yes. <laughs> this is so bad. It's so country. But is but the funny thing about this interlude, man, is it's not even an exaggeration, bro. It's like for real. That was <laughs> like right. that's it's really right. what it is. Nothing, nothing over the top about it at all. Oh man, yeah, that's crazy, man. But what I will say, man, it, it's a great, it's a great lead in. Uh, I think change of pace to uh, next record, which is actually one of my favorite records off the album, which is "I'll Call Before I Come," featuring. Gangsta Boo and Echo. But uh Bug man, you're the one who put me on the I'll call before I come. So go in on it, man. Yo, I'll call before I come. I don't even have a lot of notes for this, man. I just have like a one liner. Like this is one of my favorite songs on the album. And possibly one of my favorite outcast songs of all time. Um what? this, you know, yeah, this 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 like this is like one of my favorite outcast songs. Possibly like I'm not gonna say my favorite, like number one, but this is definitely in the top ten, top five probably. Okay, I, explain that to me. Wow. I love this song. I, I I love this song. I'm drawn to this beat. I'm drawn to this whole concept. The 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 chorus, everything. I'm I'm drawn like literally I'm literally attracted to this entire thing. Like I heard when I first heard it. Um, I was like, "Oh, sh- that's that's my song right there. That's the one off the album that I'm gonna keep listening to, and I've been listening to it ever since." Bro, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's the one. It does. Beat is crazy. Man, no, he is crazy on the beat. Yo, this joint is crazy, but nah, man, nah. Uh, I want yo see the dumb man. Go ahead on it. This is the fact that you don't just you don't seem too info- enthused about this record. No, man, no, because this is like it's funny, man. Like to hear that this is a favorite because this is like one of the least like you know, especially with the the beat. The beat is just crazy. It sounds like a video game or something. I look, that's why I think that's why I like it. Yeah, it sounds it sounds like something out of Dig Dug. Yeah, right, cool. exactly, yeah. exactly. But uh, no, the, it wasn't like whack or anything. It was just it's just funny to hear that somebody like thought this was like a tight track or whatever. Uh, did you guys like? Did y'all know about Gangsta Boodle before you heard this? Or do you know who she is? Uh, any background about her? I had, I, had a, I had to move down here too far before I know about yeah, Gangsta Boodle. I ain't know nothing about Gangsta Boodle. I still don't know nothing about Gangsta Boodle except that she's on I'll Call for I Come. Oh man, she was right. like three <laughs> right, she was in the Three Six Mafia. So that's the funny part oh, about that's this. The chick from the Three Six Mafia. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. No, not, 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 not chat. Not chat though. Yeah, not little chat. Don't get it mixed up. <laughs> oh no, yeah. two different ones. <laughs> okay, yeah, she might curse you out. She might yeah. call the podcast. <laughs> but man, like, uh, as far as that go, like, she was the perfect one to be on this track. 
if you if you know anything about her, like her mouth is like very uh mannish, like do do like so yeah. So this was perfect for her. Yeah, the topic was was excellent. Perfect uh person to pick. That's for sure. So man, what you think about this record? Alcohol before I come. It was a good track. I'd say the beat definitely threw me off. I ain't going front because you know it's it's real real different. But they've been coming different this whole album. I thought the hook was dope. I definitely thought uh, Andre went in. I like Gangsta Boo's verse. I really did. Word up. Really, really, really interesting subject matter. Word up. Word up. But right, yo, we gonna uh, what's we call man? We gonna get this moving on. We gonna move this in to now. This next record that I'm about to play. I gotta get this a funk flex style intro. This next <laughs> keep it going, keep it going. Next record is the record made you say. That. <laughs> Outcast. Hands down. I can't stand flex. I can't stand flex. Man, you. You can't even hardly hear him for the explosions, man. You like, man, come on, man. Start hitting the button, man. (laughs) But not for real, though. Uh, Yo, this next record, man, B.O.B., Bonds Over Baghdad, is quite possibly, or not even quite possibly, this song, this is. The, tra- the track that made me love Outkast and go in to listen to everything before it. This is, I think, this is the first single off this album, uh, off the album Stank On Ya, and it's B.O.B., Bombs Over Baghdad. And this shit is so amazing. <laughs> the whole, direct, whole mystical vibe in the beginning. Like... And then also you just say the one, two, one, two, three, and then Drake three thousand comes in at ten million, bruh, bruh, man, Firebird. Oh my God! And then the the video for this just looks like like dude, I want to. I I said I need to hop the bus or the plane to get to ATL. (laughs) Idiot. (laughs) How <laughs> these niggas see like, bruh? I felt like I was seeing sound watching this video. Like this, 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 this song, everything. This, yeah, you have. I, I, my fault. I'm monopolizing the time on this record. But you know how you have those certain songs that automatically, no matter what mood you're in, they're gonna fix your mood. Yeah. This is. It's like for me, it's Bonds Over Baghdad. We major. Like tracks like this, uh, Nas accident, like those records automatically just change how I feel about everything. I just feel good after I hear this record. Boog, man, you lived in Atlanta for a little while, and now you're back there again. Bombs over Baghdad, Outcast, stank on you. Go. Um, I made it a point to learn this song like i made a point to learn andre's verse because i had to sing it i was like he's snapping so hard i gotta 
I gotta, I gotta be able to do this myself. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean the whole, the whole, the whole thing. Like I, I, at one, at one point in time, I could rap the entire thing just as fast. Like I was very proud of myself. Um, I still can. Probably can. I probably can. I just haven't tried in a long time. This is probably one of the best visuals, or if not, if probably one of the Outcast best visuals. Like this visual was crazy. It was a really. Really, really great, great video and a great song. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, what's we calling now? We're going we're gonna to save Cedar Dawn for last. So, man, what did you think when you first heard Bombs Over Baghdad? Yo, this track is fire. It's the only thing that kept going in my mind from start to finish. It came with that heat moving at a million miles a second. That's what's up. That's what's and uh, Rolling Stone actually voted Bombs Over Baghdad as the 50th greatest hip-hop song of all time. Holy shit. Wow. All right, so now that, now that I know that list actually exists, we're going to write that down as a uh, show topic. 50th. Seriously. Rolling Stone top All right, we got to vet that list. Hell yeah, that's how I said. Yeah, we gotta find that list. <laughs> What's number one? Yeah, we about to right. go in on a part one, part one and three episodes to cover that shit. Word up, word up. All right, man, let's, let's go in, man. Yo, I want to go right in. Yo, see the dawn. Bombs over Baghdad drops. It's everywhere. It's the lead single off the Outcast album, Stanko. What Yo, bro. In the ATL. Bro. Man, we were so hyped when this track came out, man. Cause it, this this track represented everything that was Atlanta, Georgia. It had the choir, it had the the, the 808s, it had the beat, it had the the fast tracks, which was representative of uh, club, you know, booty shake music. You know, that's what we were known for, like the booty shake era, the booty booty shake music. So it was at that tempo, and we had never heard a track like that went like commercial that had like the booty shake up tempo beat so man we were just so proud at the time man that this came out man and we had no idea what baghdad was at that time but we didn't even care we were just <laughs> we were just going in on it man because it was just it was just man we were so proud at the time man just a, a great representation man of everything representing the south Especially with the choir, man, because I was like, man, when they threw the choir in, like at near the end of it, man, I was just like, man, this is it, this is this is us all the way. Goes in, oh man, that's my favorite part of the record when the choir just starts going in. Yeah, but that's the South, man. Like, like choir, like church, like when they did that, man, I was just like, man, y'all represent, man, like for real. One of the best tracks they ever made for sure, and it, it showed Andre's skill level for sure. Oh, definitely, definitely. Definitely. All right, man, we're going to get right into the next record, man. The next record on the album, Explosion. What were we feeling, uh, Bug, man? Explosion. Did we lose Bug? No, my bad. Mute God. Mute God. Mute God. Bug is the... Um, <laughs> all right, um, but um, yeah, I don't really have much to say about this one, man. This was always an album filler for me. <laughs> This this, this 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 one was always like, you know, <laughs> nah. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> word up, word up, word up. Soul Man, what you got on this record? Explosion. It's an alright track. I thought the uh, I thought the hook was kind of okay. 
I thought uh, B Reels verse is actually pretty decent. That's one I did. Yeah, like Book said, it's just <laughs> album filler. Oh, no, I feel you, I feel you. All right, well, uh, what's from Call of Man? Yo, see the Don, man. What you had on this record, man? What's the ATL feeling? What was you feeling? Uh, I agree with y'all, fellas. It was an album filler. Uh, matter of fact, when I matter of fact, when I saw Be Real, I'm like, okay, how is this gonna work? Because that was like night and day. So I'm like, Be Real from Cypress Hill gonna be on the Outcast album. So I mean, the track. I mean, the track itself. Like I, I, I totally feel like they made the track for him to be on it. Like it sounded like a Cypress. Yeah, Hill. I was about to say it did. Yeah. It yeah. does. It yeah, really so, does. You know, like 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 you guys said, like I agree, it was like an album filler. I think they made the track so he could rap on it, but it was cool. Like you said, Be Real's tr- uh, verse was cool. It was it wasn't like trash or anything. It just was an album filler for me too. I didn't get anything out of it like that. Alright, that's what it is. That's what it is. Alright, yo, another song. Which one, man? Let's move right into the next joint, man. We're gonna move right into the next record. As soon as I can find it, cause just, just shut that down. God damn it! Alright, and that's just the interlude for a uh, good hair. That's the Hawaiian silky. Yo, I love that part. Yo, this, the, the whole weed movement has existed for so long, and they've been front for so long on it. Yeah. Oh my god, it's me, any of me. Like, get on. No, you, we all know that you got your Indian from the store. But uh, that brings us right into we're gonna keep it, keep it moving, man. Kind of pick up the pace on it. But we're gonna keep that brings us right into the next record. We love these hoes. But I don't know how many times I've heard you with the yeah, 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 we love these hoes. <laughs> this is one of my favorites. <laughs> because, yo, this song takes me back to, like my freshman year. My dude, Zach, my dude, Zach used to sing this all the time. And this was another song on the album that I missed. So he used to sing this all the time. And I was like, what the hell are you singing? And I finally got back to I was like, oh, this is the song that he'd been singing. Um, so this 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 song is one of my favorite because of Big Boy. Um, at the end of his verse, he says, "Yeah, I told y'all niggas about taking these damn hoes to the cheesecake factory and order some stuff." Yes, 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 yes. So what's funny about that? See the Don, you going you probably yeah. gonna agree with me. You probably gonna agree with me, but yes, so, I already agree. My favorite is because coming from New Jersey, we didn't have cheesecake factory, right? Um, but I didn't know about it until I came to Atlanta. But there was a cheesecake factory on Peachtree in Buckhead, right next to the ESPN zone, right across from the clubs. And if that wasn't the place that was flooded with dudes trying to impress women on dates, bruh, like I'll pay for it. Yo, cheesecake factory wasn't really that expensive. It wasn't like Fridays, but it was more fancy than Red Lobster. I mean, I've been there many a night. Giving my money up for popcorn, shrimp, and strawberry lemonade. You know what I'm saying? So that line, when I heard that line, it was like, it just hit home, man. Man, it hit false off with you. I went, to, I went to the mall last night, yo, and I had cheese cookies after. That's fine. That's fine. It's in the perfect spot, though, though. But I mean, it, everybody was there. Oh, man. That's what it is. That's what it is. But, uh, Soul Man, what you think about that? What you think about this record? We love these hoes. No, it's a dope record. Dope record. I like the. Um, 
I like the way Big Boy did that shit. So he, uh, where is it? So do, where he was like, so do re mo, so do re blow me for sola ti da ha. I'm telling the truth. I just thought the way he did that shit was crazy. Thought his whole work on this whole thing was dope. I mean, I don't agree with the track because we're not supposed to love these hoes. But for what it was, it was pretty solid. And I never heard it do backbone before. But his his verse was pretty solid. A word up, word up. Word up. All right, now. Speed of Don. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> What's good with this record, yo? <laughs> man, this was this was like the hood anthem, man. This was it, bro. This was like a, a, a pimp song, so... Man, dudes used to ride around the car saying that, ha, 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 we love you, ha, ha, ha. Man, that was like the anthem in the hood, man. We used to love this song, man. And this one of the few tracks where um, Big Boy rapped without Andre on it. And Big Boy showed, he, he showed his skill set on this one, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we used to love this one, bro. We used to play the mess out of this. Nah, definitely, definitely. Super dope, super dope. All right, now, yo, we're going to keep it moving, man. We're going to move right into the next record. Humble Mumble featuring Erica Badu. Baby Mama. Baby Mama. All right, see the dog, man. Start us off, man. Humble Mumble. <laughs> yeah, this is cool, man. Uh, you, this was one of the softer tracks. Uh, and of course, everybody know like Erica, but Erica Badu at the time, um, her and Andre they had a child together or whatever, and they still cool to this day. But yeah, this was one of the like the more mellow tracks. I think it was kind of one of those tracks like to kind of smooth things out. Because, you know, yeah. stuff was so hype, you know, through the album. So this is one of those, let me calm you down, you know, before we get to, like, the hard tracks again. So it was cool. Nice, mellow track. It wasn't one like, uh, it was, I would say it's a filler. I guess it was a filler, pretty much, for the most part. It was a nice track, but it was it was kind of on the mellow side. Word of word. That's what's up. That's what's up. Bug, man, what you get? What you think, man? Hum, uh, Humble Mumble featuring Erica Badu. Um, this was never one of my favorite songs on the album, even though it was very popular. Um, I still like the message in it, though. You know, I like, I like the, um, I, li- I like how they talk about humble as a mumble in the jumble. A hum- humble as a mumble in the jungle of shouts and screams. You know, I think anybody's trying to scratch their, w- scratch their, scratch and claw their way to the top of any, any, any industry can uh, relate to this line. Um, to me, it's kind of like, you ever, you, ever went to a, you ever go to a kid's basketball game? And, you know, yeah, <laughs> so like that, that, so, you know, so when the kid, the kid that got the basketball, you know, it's kind of how I see this song. The kid that had the basketball, you know, he's dribbling and he's going on the court trying to do his thing. And all his teammates are like yelling, his name, Dylan, Dylan, or whatever the hell his kid's name is. Right. And just yelling at him to pass him, to pass him the ball. Right. All the while, there's some kid underneath the basket wide open. Right, that Dylan can't hear or see because the kids just got his hands up. It's like, bruh, I'm right here. You know what I'm saying? And like to me, that's like that's that's a, a to me like when I first when I when I heard this song and I started and I had a kid and he went and he started playing basketball. Literally, I thought about this song while my kid was playing basketball and I was like, oh, that's that kid under the rim. He's the humble mumble. Like he's the best option. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's like. It's, He's the best option. He needs to have a ball right now, but he but nobody can hear him because everybody else got this other kid's attention, and and it was just you know that's that's just the way it works. So it was it was um you know that that was just an awakening for me. But this one was just I right, in, in my in my opinion. 
<laughs> Man, you said all that, and then you was like, it was it all right. revolutionizing story to be like, yeah, yeah. Man had a whole it like, this yeah. shit happened, though. Yeah. Right. Whole revelation. Word up, word up. Uh, what's it call it, man? Uh, Soul, man. What you think about this record? Humble Mumble. No, this is definitely a dope track. Another another slow down one. I thought it was real dope that he brought uh, Erica Badu on it. I'm always a big fan of hers. I listen to whatever she puts out. I feel like them two together have a real, real dope synergy. You know, Big Boy A. I like the, I like that one line that Andre said. Where is it? Uh, Blue collar scholars will take a dollar, take your dollar, and wipe my ass with it. You living for the lotto, never to hit it. I thought that was dope. Yo, let's, uh, let's keep it moving, man. Drinking again. Now, this is just another uh, another interlude. Really, uh, really drunk sounding interlude, man. See the dime, man. What we got on this interlude, drinking again? Oh man, just straight comedy, man. Like, like I said again, man. Just remind you of a conversation you might see around the corner here, man. Oh, my God, when you, when you, when you, when you, when you heard it, you knew somebody that talked just like this and had these kind of conversations, man. So it was just funny, man. Straight comedy. I can, vi- I can visualize this. Yes. Just being out here, I can visualize. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Hey dog, what about that part where he's talking about a computer? He like a computer, computer. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> that's, just, that's just how we Slosh. say it. Computer. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, all right, man. Well, that brings us right into the uh, to the next record, which is just uh, a question mark. I don't know what. what I don't know, man. But I, nah, man. Go in on it, uh, Bug Man. What you think about uh, a question, question mark? Um, question, I mean, questions is that folks ask when they get fed up, man. It's folks sitting around, drunk, getting deep, you know, talking about talking about a bunch of real stuff. Um, you know, I, you know, it, that that's that's pretty much all it is to me. Like it's just, you know, either so either you could take it away where um, he's trying to say let's not always have these conversations while drunk, um, but I really think he's just trying to say that people have these conversations. And then they drink to forget their problems. <laughs> you know, they, the, the drinking is the solution to, you know, the, the, the questions. I feel you. I feel you. All right. Uh, for, for me, yo, the beat beat is, uh, is, is real crazy. Very interesting. Hmm. But uh, I don't know. And, 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 then I, and then I moved on. I'll just say it like that. Everybody in the I can't. I can't lie. V was crazy, and then I moved on because I, I just said, "Hmm." See the dom, man. What you think? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was cool. Uh, it was. A, it was a track leading in from the uh, the interlude that was drinking. So I'm like you. I'm thinking like you know, it was kind of like what people talk about when they drunk or high or you know, you just asking these random questions about life or whatever. So it was okay. Track track filler. Uh, definitely, definitely. Soul man, what you got on it? Nothing, anything? A lot of, a lot of crazy questions on a crazy beat. What can I say? Man, just need to stop drinking. <laughs> Word up. Word up. All right, now let's start. I like the, uh, I like the one joint that he says though. I do got one thing where he's like, figure, uh, he's like, figure that he ought to maybe be a pimp simply because he don't like love. Nice. I thought that shit was like real, real, real deep. Nice. There was anything I could pull from that. 
right, maybe let's let's move right on. I'm finally gonna play Red Velvet, y'all, because I'm actually I'm running a. Usually I play my albums through iTunes, but my iTunes is acting real janky. So I'm running this album through uh, YouTube, and every other song it, it has an ad on it. Not even that. Every other song keeps cutting off, and then it automatically jumps to Red Velvet. Mm. My computer has not played Red Velvet since track number five. My computer has <laughs> <laughs> Play Red Velvet! Yeah, basically. It's like, yes. I, <laughs> I really like this record. It's just yeah, fucking man. dope. No, it is. I, the, the way they lay on it. And, like, Dre 3000, the way he goes in on just Like... And that uh, Big Boy's verse is actually dope to me. Like this, I love how it starts, then it stops, then it goes again. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, really, it really made me think. I thought something was wrong with my shit at first, but then it, it like smoothed out and it just went in. But uh, man, uh, look, man, what you got on us, man? Red. Anything. If I ever win the lottery, <clears throat> there's two things. One or two things is gonna happen. Either I'm gonna pay to have my identity concealed or I'm gonna get ghosts. I'm just not one of the people that's gonna tell you that I got money. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm not I'm not about to brag on my bank account. Um, you know, Big Boy says, you know, let don't don't you know don't let these brothers know where your where your mama house at. You know, don't stop stop uh, stop bragging, telling them that you helped sister finish college, man. Just you know, there's a lot of folks that out there that will want twenty thousand dollars. You know, so just <laughs> like keep keep some of that stuff to yourself, man. Yeah, at the same time, Bug out there uh, tweeting out pictures of where he live in restaurants. <laughs> how you feel? How you feel uh, about this soul? We don't even want to let him have a chance to rebut that. So, how you feel about this record? <laughs> I thought um, I thought it was a real dope track. I like the uh, I like the uh, I like the message. You know, be 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 humble. Don't don't show off too much. Like the, the first line that Big Boy says, "Yo, now Peter Piper picked the pepper. That was his downfall." Yep. Word. You're out here bragging and boasting about what you do. No people gonna want a piece of that. Word up. Word up, word up. Alright, man. See the dawn, man. Red Velvet. Yeah, man. This this is probably one of my favorite tracks, man. Because it had a, a good lesson in it. And a lot of the the tracks that we listen to, man, like we used to learn from these Outcast albums in the South. They would teach these lessons like this, man. And, uh, what I really love about the song is just the metaphor. You know, it's about not bragging, being humble. And, you know, the part in the hook where it says, and dirty boys turn your pound cake into red velvet. If you know pound cake, it's like the lighter version of red velvet. Red velvet meaning, like, blood. Like, we're going to turn your, your, your light pound cake into red velvet. So red velvet is like the metaphor for they'll shoot you or they'll kill you. Turning your pound cake to red velvet. So... I thought that metaphor was real tight that they use it in that way, man. And it was just a good track, man. To really, uh, you know, te- tell you keep your stuff secret. Absolutely. Word up. That's what's up, man. That's dope. That's dope, man. Now we're gonna get into the next, uh, the next joint, man. Another interlude. I'm not gonna lie. Outcast with the interludes on this record. They better be glad they were really good. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd have been like, mad, mad interludes. Like real talk, I'd have been like, fuck this shit. Ten, uh, five interludes ago, I'd have given this album because of the interlude from five, five uh, interludes ago, for real. But it was a super short interlude, and it was just cruising, cruising in the Atlanta. <laughs> 
or in the ATL. I'm sorry. I apologize. Cruising in the ATL. Short interlude, but like, man, we just gonna keep it trucking, man. Gangsta. Hold on, man. I got something for this one. Oh, you got something for <laughs> Yeah, man. You got so, something for the interlude? Yeah, I, I do, bro. Now, this was probably the best one, though. This was the best, was the best one. one. It is, man. This is the best one. So, so, no, so, so. Behind this interlude. I got, I, I got a story for this one, and I got a story for the next one, just to let you know. So, okay. um, um, 2012, got a job here in Atlanta. So, I took my flight from New Jersey to Atlanta, got off the plane, got my rental car. And as soon as I got in, I queued, as soon as I got on 85, uh, I queued up my playlist. And this was literally the first song that I planned to listen to when I touched down in Atlanta. Right? <laughs> interlude. A 22nd yes. interlude. This, this was, I, I was like, I, interlude. I thought about this like literally the whole time. I was like, okay, when I get to Atlanta, when I get on 85, when I come out the airport, like, this, this is, is the I'm one doing. I'm bumping right here. I had a whole, I had a whole playlist though, but this is the first song. I'm mad about that. I really am. How many times did you run it back? Oh, at least three. Oh my god! <laughs> Need a full minute of this shit. <laughs> I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at you at all. I am, but we gonna keep it moving, man. We gonna get into this. Uh, we gonna get into this gangster shit. I go last on this. Soul gangster shit. I said this was a this was a good track, you know. I didn't really uh, I didn't really connect with it too much, personally, because you know I don't I don't do gangster shit. I know some gangster shit. I don't know a lot of it, and I don't do it. So this track didn't really like resonate with me as much as like the rest the rest of the some of the other songs on the album. Andres verse was crazy. That's right. Word up. But other than other than that, it was just. Nah. Wow. Alright, now, uh, see the Don, man. Now, I'm gonna say, I just picture, like, motherfuckers outside the club, dressed super fucking fly, like, just, like, on some next level ATL type shit, man. What was, what was the vibe out there in these streets? For this Bruh, so, so back in, back in those days, man, when this came out, we were swerving our uh, steering wheels, going back and forth in the car. Oh, sweet. On the beat. On the beat. Oh, on the beat. So this, yeah, so this is one of them tracks, man, where you just swerving from side to side, man. It was like one of them straight ATL tracks, man. It was probably one of the best ones here. Um, it's crazy that it didn't resonate, but maybe that was the South thing, because this is probably the hardest hitting track, man. Like, if you ask anybody here off of this album, this probably was the, the favorite, probably. And especially with Andre verse, it just it took it to another level, man. Yeah, this, this definitely feels like a. Uh, I will say this definitely feels like a bona fide, like a down south. Record. Yeah. It's like this one of the records was. Mm. Oh yeah, that record's dope. Oh yeah, man, you had to be there. This sounds like one of them type of. Yeah. Like you just had. To yeah, be man. Yeah, you were swerving on the curve on this one. What they call? Word, that's dope. I. Right. Peace de resistance. <laughs> All right, so go ahead on some gangster shit. Before you so, <laughs> so you before so you had his shooters. <laughs> Y'all funny as hell. Anyway, so around uh, my around my junior year in college, so me and my two friends, we call ourselves the fucking guys, right? So I'm gonna call. <laughs> 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 it's original, but it's, it, yo, it's, that's all. We, that's, 
that's all we have. Anyway, so we, we, we did a lot of shit. Anyway, so uh, I'm going to call them Mr. P and Mr. S. I'm going to consider them their identities because I don't know if they want people to know this, right? <laughs> um, is it, is so anyway. It, is it the two people I'm thinking of? You know them. Anyway. I uh, <laughs> I'm about to text you. <laughs> Anyway, so we had we had so much fun, bro. We used to we used to run over people's houses, like so. We we had we we did some crazy stuff. We used to run over people's houses with water guns and baby powder, hitting face with baby powder, shooting water guns, tie people up. It was like hilarious, bro. We were wilding, like just straight some straight college stuff. Yeah, I got stories about the fucking guys for days. Anyway, folks must have thought we were harmless because I mean, which we were harmless. Cause nobody ever called the cops on us. Like when we, when we, look, <laughs> when we, when we all get together now, we look back at that, bro. We always like, yo, how did we not get in trouble for that? <laughs> but it was a different time. Anyway, so it really started with a water gun fight one night where me, where me and my two boys, we took on like fifteen other rooms in the apartment complex with a water gun fight. So um, fast forward, uh, we had a. Uh, Peter Cottontail stuffed animal, right? We use that as our mascot, right? So, Mr. P's cousin uh, and her friends broke into our crib and stole stole Petey. That's what we call him. And so they sent us pictures, ransom notes, and everything. Um, so they end up taking. So they. So we we didn't know we didn't know they stole him, and they end up taking uh, Mr. P hostage. And he didn't know they were taking him hostage until they actually. So they, they got him and. And they got him in the car, and like he was, you know, they didn't, he didn't know that, you know, they were taking him hostage. So they took him hostage. They had Petey, and um, you know, they called, they called me and my boy, Mr. S. So we hop in the car, and we ride around looking for him. Like we literally riding around Atlanta looking, <laughs> looking for these chicks, and uh, so we end up finding them um, at the light um, on the corner of MLK Northside Drive, right, right in front of the brand new, what, what is now the brand new uh, Atlanta Hawks Stadium. So Mr. P sees us somehow, finally gets away, runs through traffic um, on North Side, on MLK, and hops in the car with us. You know, I had a little Acura Integra at the time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, so here's what I'm showing the story. So we ended up, we ended up following back to our, following back to their place. Uh, we parked a couple blocks away, which was uh, actually a genius idea, which we did. So they ended up letting us in. I don't know why they did that. So I'm negotiating with them the whole time because, you know, I'm the calm one. But Mr. S sees it distracted, and he grabs the keys off the table. And dude is like, he's just like distracted. Like, come on, fam, let's go. Don't worry about them. So we walk out of the house real smooth, get to the bottom of the stairwell where uh, Mr. P is standing. Uh, Mr. S tosses him the keys and say, let's go. Like, immediately, we both knew what it was, sprung into action, hopped in her car, and drove away, right? Called her, like, 10 minutes from a Popeye's or an IHOP or something like that, right? Um, and um, put on speakerphone, was like, yo, look outside. You know, she's cussing and screaming, my car, oh, my gosh, right? <laughs> so um, we hang up the phone. And um, my boy, uh, Mr. S, is looking through the uh, CDs, and he finds Outcast CD. And he puts on gangster shit, <laughs> right? Wow. We are wilding and like just 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 like uh just like Cedar Don was saying, swerving. That's what we was doing down the street, up in like up in Cobb County. Like it was it was like it was like the best time, bro. Like we we took pictures. Like I still have pictures of this whole event. Like it was <laughs> it was great. So yeah, that's my gangster shit story. <laughs> 
That's that's, that's some real motherfucking gangster shit. Oh, but anyway, oh, oh, another, another, so another thing we did. Um, so when we so we took it, we, we we took we took her car back. We got PD back. Um, but before we turned her car, um, we went to Home Depot, made keys to her house just in case she tried some other shit. So don't fuck with us, man. We get it. We get it in. <laughs> now that's the gangster shit. <laughs> like, we don't fuck with us. We're gonna run up in your house. Uh, what's it called, man? Yo, let's keep it moving, man. Yo, we're gonna move right into the next record, man. It's getting late. We only move right into Toilet Tisha. Now, this is a real interesting record, man. Book, man, yo, go ahead in, man, yo. Since you're leading us off. Um, teen pregnancy is a, you know, not the end of your life, young kids. This is a major obstacle, but it's not the end. I just had a, a talk with a um, young lady. Who spend some of her free time mentoring young girls in this exact predicament? I told her it was super dope, and I thought about this song actually. Um, so yeah, this that that's 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 my uh, synopsis of this one. Word up, word up, uh, soul man. What you think on this record, man? This is a southern Brenda's got a baby, man. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> that's it. Period. That's the vibe that I got from it. I mean, it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a crazy position to be in, and you know, like I feel like the story is real tried and true, no matter no matter who's who's telling it. See the dawn. Yeah, man, I'm here, man. Uh, yeah, like you said, man, it was just it was uh like a Southern Britain has got a baby, man. It was a good story, man. Uh, one of those situations that we deal with here. Uh, people we knew going through the same situations, and uh, you could relate to it uh, a lot down here at that time. So yeah, nice little trip. All right, man. That's what it is. That's what it is, man. Uh, not nah, for me. Yeah, I mean, yo, I think uh, Soul basically yo set it up nice, man. Basically, uh, that was our version. Atlanta version of Brenda's got a baby. Tupac's Brenda's got a baby. Man, but yo, we going uh, let's get let's get, keep moving yo, right to the next record, man. Slum Beautiful. Slum, beautiful. See the dawn, man. See the dawn. What, what, what you got on? What you got on? Slum, beautiful. What's ATL feeling? Slum, beautiful. Came out in these streets. Now this this one was like the Southern uh, around the way girl LL. <laughs> this was that version okay. of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, man. I mean, that's what. Uh, they just threw in the towel at the end. Not like them up north ones. Oh no, man. No, this is one of the. This was probably one of the tightest tracks on the CD, though. No, I was just comparing it because that's that's basically what it was. It was like a, a round away girl version for the South, and uh, uh, let me explain it different. I didn't different. look at it that way. You didn't really? No, I, I, I just I I mean it makes perfect sense the way you put it, see, but I don't know. I just never I just never looked at it that way. That's a really yeah. Cool way to do it. Yeah, man, for sure. Yeah, basically it was man. It was just like our type of girls here. Yeah, the, the story is not as uh, smooth as LL's, but yeah, basically, for me, that's what it was. Uh, nah, that's what's up, that's what's up. Uh, Bug, man, what you got What you got on this record? Slum? Beautiful. Oh, this is my college roommate's, I mean, my college next door neighbor's favorite song. Played it all day, all night, so I kind of had no uh, choice but to like this song. Lucky I actually liked it. Um, oh, I was going to say, was this a hate like? <laughs> 
No, I like I liked it. I, I was happy I actually liked it because he played this jump like literally on repeat for like days, and he had like one of them really big old speakers, and I could hear his speaker through my wall. It was it was terrible. Um, but um, he, Big Boy says, and I like them red hot felines straight from Walters off the chain. If you ever come down here, I'll take you to yes. Walters and I'll show yes. you what it is. <laughs> So that was that was the yeah, store, man. Like that? Yeah, that was that's yeah. the store where everybody went to to get like the fresh kicks. It's downtown. Uh, where is it near Georgia State? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's on Georgia State. It's right on, it's right on Decatur Street. Yeah, yeah, man. So that that was a popular store, man. Back then to get your fresh kicks, clothes, wherever. Like that was like a treat to go down to Walter. All right, that's what's up. That's what it is. That's what it is. All right, yo, but let's uh, push move on, man. We're going to move right along, man. We almost done, y'all. We almost done, y'all. I know y'all think, like, damn, yo, this show, man, long this this uh, this time. But we're going to move right into prenup interlude. Prenup interlude. All right, boom, man, what you got on this prenup interlude? No prenups, bro. Don't get if, – if you got to get a prenup, bro, just, just, just stay out of that, bro. That's, that, that, that game is crazy. And that's all I got for you. <laughs> I got to say about <laughs> so man what you what you got on man prenup i mean it all depends on the money that you got i mean the interlude it is it is what it is like rich or broke i think any woman is going to be like give you a side eye if you ask like them to sign a prenuptial I mean, if you have money, yeah, you better get that prenup. Yeah, if you got, a, if you got money, you got She don't leave with half. Book, you got a prenup with your multi-million dollar deal. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Book, man. You <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> you got a good-ass lawyer, though. Yo, I mean, see the see the Don laughing like he don't got uh rows and rows of Bose uh, Bluetooth headphones just chilling, man. I know you balling out there. Do you got a prenup? No, man, I don't have a prenup, man. That's all I'm gonna say about that. We ain't talking about that. Yeah. Protected. Let's get on right to the next track. Yo, the last track of the album, Stank On Ya, Stank Love. Six minutes and fifty one seconds. See the dawn, man. Stank on you. Stank love. Final track of this album, man. What you thinking on it, man? What, what what was the ATL feeling at the end of this album? It was cool. It 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 wasn't all of that. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I, it it was okay. I I agree, man. I always thought it was I, like from what we got from this album to get to the end. I thought the end was a big letdown. Right. I agree. Everything after, let's say after Red Velvet is kind of just like man maybe we should have had an 18 track album <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie and uh th- this didn't help none so, uh, what's it called man book man what you got on this Stank oh this has always been a skip I've never listened to this song <laughs> right 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 <laughs> from day one I've really, never listened to this <laughs> one of the biggest reasons hilarious I look at it says 6 minutes and 50 seconds and this is how the song starts yeah it's just like yeah this is not yeah. real slow and gloomy yeah it's just like uh, uh, god I gotta listen to this this whole way through word up word up but uh, what's some call it, man? Nah, man. So that that's the album, man. Sank on ya, Outcast, their fourth studio album. 
probably their uh, last, to me, I call it their last bona fide outcast out. It uh, revolutionized the game. It changed, I think it changed hip-hop. But, yo, one thing we always do, man, before we let you go on your way, one thing we always do is... See, see, see. Do it again, do it again. Man, yeah. you the one that had the rules. Well, I had it. <laughs> good, too. Now, you know what? Cause he started, started fucking up. He started texting in the chat, and then he, uh, I, I, that's what I'm looking at now. <laughs> oh, Done. See the, see the dumb, man. Yo, what we usually do, man, yo, we, we rate the album. We got to rate the album out of five, five stars. You know what I mean? So for me, like I would say, you know what I mean? I look at Outkast. I look at Stank on you. I look at what it what it did for hip-hop. What it allowed to uh, come after it. What it opened the doors for. What it created. And based off what Outkast and Stank on you did for hip-hop, as of right now, today, I have to change my rating of Outcast album and only give it a three. Word? Wow. Wow. That's deep. That the reason being, really listening to like everything past 19, I just, like I could stop the record at track 18 and I'm done with this record. I don't want to hear anything else past it. And then the fact that because it acts like Outkast being so phenomenally good, we got so many loser acts that came out of the ATL that are just tragically bad. <laughs> Damn. Outkast being so good. It's made everybody else comparatively worse. Yes. <laughs> you fucked up, man. Wow. So they are victims of their own success and what they turned hip hop into just by being good at their job. <laughs> wow. See the Don, man. How are you gonna rate Outcast? Stank on you out. Okay, so um, for me, man, out of all of them, man, I mean, for me, it's probably a little different because I was born and raised here. Um, it did. A, yeah, I mean, it, and you gotta understand what it did for Georgia and, and Atlanta. It did a, a whole lot, you know, as far as just like putting Atlanta on the map. Um. I understand because a lot of the references, like a lot of people from out of town, might not understand it. So I get that. It don't. It it doesn't probably resonate as much, you know, with a lot of the tracks that may be like album fillers. So, um, but for me, it did because you know I understood like the lingo and um, a lot of the references as far as streets and stuff like that. So it was like you know a representation of everybody that's from here. So for me, it's a five, man. I mean, because it, it resonated more for me outside of just music. It was like it represented a way of life. way of life, right? Exactly. So life, it was your whole life. It wasn't just your music, the music in your life. It was your whole life, right? I can respect. That. I can right. But I do get it. You know, if 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 you are from up north, I do get the fact if it was a three. You know, that makes sense to me, which is good. I think from, from three, yeah, three to me, it's like that's a middle. That's a solid yeah. out. Story. Yeah, it's not, you know. Yeah, the other two for me is just, you know, it resonating, you know, as far as locally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right, I feel you. I feel you. Now, Bug, man, we're going to go on with you, man. Bug, man, your album basically seems like it partly defined your college years. Absolutely. This did. So, so I give this album a four. And the reason why I give it a four is because it's not better than Equimini. And that's that's why. And I, I would give Equimini a five and this one a four. Hmm. Women, I get a five. 
Uh, Equimini. I'm trying to think what records is on uh, Equimini. Oh, Return of the Gangsta. Gangsta. <laughs> uh, Rosa Parks. I'm Synthesizer, Equimini, Our Storytelling, Spody Opa Dope. Spody, oh, yeah. Liberation. Bruh, like that's, that's my gym. Okay. All right, word, word, word. But all right, man. Uh, soul, man. What, um, we just lost Soul, so I guess he's not rating the album. <laughs> Hold on, real quick. We're gonna get him back on. We're gonna rate the album, and then if you want to disappear, you can disappear. So, yeah, I don't know what happened. Lost me. Yeah, all right, bet. All right, so man, how you rating this Outcast album? Stank on you. Good lord, scared me. Scared me there. Um, honestly, I was gonna get this album a 2.8. Man, man, what? Y'all are wildin'. <laughs> Yo, we so up and off with it. I record my shows with Tim's on, even when I got on pajamas. You do not have on Tim's right now, great. Yeah, I got on Tim's in pajama pants. Yeah. Wow, 2.8, though. What are you wow. doing? I just, I just, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of interludes. I'm not a fan of interludes. Oh, I know gotcha. There's a lot of them on the side. That, that was the big Give me music, bro. Dragon, because of the interludes. Yeah. I get that. Especially, and I think one of the reasons, like, like you even mentioned, I'll take, I, I'll take ten. Oh yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead, because I think you about to go into basically what I was, what I was saying. Go ahead. I was gonna say I'd rather have ten solid tracks of music than twenty tracks with even five interludes. You're gonna blow my vibes. Basically, yeah, I, it, it, the interludes because I couldn't relate to them. They real, I couldn't relate to a lot of them. Mm-hmm took me out the mode they really messed up the and mode we, and you know one thing great we did have a big talk about how relatability does affect yeah. our preferences and music we just had a big talk about this in our last episode go listen to our last episode everybody real fire topics but um yeah that's a that's a big thing there word up word up but nah that's what it is man so we got a uh we got a perfect score from C to Don. We got a number. We got a three for me out of five. We got a four from Bug, and we got a two point eight from Soul. But you know what I'm saying? Y'all go back, listen to it. Outcast, stank on ya. Still probably one of the great, probably arguably the greatest group in rap history. Probably one of the most creative groups in rap history. You go back, you be the judge, and let us know. You can hit us up. I do it for hip hop one at yahoo.com. The email again, I do it for hip hop one at yahoo.com. Let us know how you feel about Outcast album stank on ya. If you want us to review your albums, your music, you can send it to us and just put in the uh, subject line, put album review. Uh, album review request you know what I'm saying you can find me on um, you can find us in doing all this crazy activity hopefully we tweeting more soon I'm trying like I said last episode it's just hard social media is a lot of fucking work <laughs> but you can find me on twitter <laughs> at, great, at great pharaoh gr number 8 underscore p-h-a-r-o or p-h- a R A O H. Bug man, tell them where they can find you. Yo, you can find me on Twitter 
at Mr. Can I Live? That's M R C A N I L I V E. Dope, dope soul, man. Tell them where they can find you at. I already know. Uh, Twitter, IG, Steam, PSN, S O L underscore I N V I C T U S 17. That's Soul Invictus 17. Come holla at your boy. Right, that's what it is. That's what it is. Yo, and a special thanks and big ups to Cedar Dawn. Cedar Dawn, man, you on Twitter, man? You want to tell them where they can find you at? Uh, nah, man, I'm good. Oh, he said, fuck y'all. <laughs> <it all." laughs> that's how you know he got money. That's how you know he got money. You gotta, you gotta stay in the pocket there. <laughs> like, I'm good. <laughs> I'm going to have a gamer tag for y'all eventually. I'm finally up into the modern ages. I got me a little Xbox One. Uh, and I uh, got to figure it all out because, shit, I ain't played Xbox since 360. And the platform is way, way different on an Xbox One. And I'm lost and only know how to play one game that I downloaded out of, like, the seven that I have on there because I can't find the other ones. It sucks, uh, bro. Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like so old, man. Like... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what's it called, man? Like I said, man, y'all can hit us up. I right, yo, man, just just remember, man, stay tuned after the outro. We got Soul bringing a fresh hot sixteen for Outcast Stank on your album. You know what I mean? Y'all know what we do. As usual, I'm going to end the show the same way I've been ending it in remembrance of Combat Jack by saying, dream those dreams and man up or woman up and live those dreams. Because a life without dreams is black and white and our universe flows in technicolor and surround sound. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy, the visual overlord, the hot 16 spitter food for your soul. It's your boy, Soul, coming at you with another hot 16 for Outcast Stank On Ya, released back in 2000s. Outcast brings their fourth studio album, Stank On Ya, bringing about an eclectic and funkified sound that spread them to commercial success across the nation. Even for being around for a good while to that date, the rap supergroup is still able to pull together something totally different while keeping ties to their southern roots. A true staple of the ATLian lifestyle and new milestone for all who come after them to climb up to, they put Atlanta on the map and built a new tier in hip-hop just for themselves. I'm Soul, and I do it for hip-hop.